0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Living the good, fat life with
2: your hosts, Karen and Sherry. They'll help everything align
1: for your body, soul, and mind. The good, fat life, whether change comes slow or dramatically,
0: the good, fat life will help you sort things out organically. Wow. Hey, happy
1: Monday. <laughs> happy right? Monday, Sherry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I couldn't wait. I was so excited about today. Me
0: too. It's, yeah.
1: I know. was really thinking how different of a feel that
0: is, as is we've kind of talked about just being excited about Monday morning. Mm-hmm. It changes
1: everything. Right? I know.
0: How lucky are we, right? Yeah. I was thinking about that too. Like I was thinking Monday's so great, but then you're like, oh, it's a Friday. No, yeah, <laughs> we got to find something great to do on Friday yeah. too, right? Every yeah. day. Well, my yeah.
1: grandson gets ice cream on Friday <laughs> oh, so after nice. school. So it's kind of funny, but
0: Cute. I love the upgrade. Thank you to uh, Jamie Flanagan. He made a little video for us. And thank you again, Wally Pleasant for the great um, theme song. Um, it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have a theme song and a video now. And
1: um, and we have a new magazine. now.
0: Oh, yes. The January issue came out today um, for Good Fat Life. Um, go to www.goodfatlife.com and click on subscribe. Check it out. Um, it's all based around self-care. It's your self-care guide for 2021. Um, We're very proud of it, and there's a lot of great content in here that should be helpful for many people and um, many interests. Yep. So, um, so
1: um, that said, we have an amazing guest today, right? Mm -hmm. I am so excited. (laughs) Once again, right? (laughs) So, um, let me let's see, Christina Morales Hemingway. She was uh, since a a little girl. She loved. plays and production in her art and wanted to be true to her, her artistic self. So she would bring, gather the neighborhoods. I mean, do you remember as a kid, oh, totally. you know, there was always somebody yeah. who was good at um, organizing and bringing all the kids together. And that was what she did. And she continues to do that. She plays with that um, throughout her life. And she went to school in California at the um, California Institute of the Arts. And she earned a full Scholarship to study with um, Marcel Marceau, which is amazing. Quite, yeah, yeah. That in a sense. Yes. And she's gone on to, um, she's written shorts, music videos, and four feature films and and won all kinds of awards, um, Audience Choice Award or Best Feature uh, Film for each festival that she's entered. So that's pretty cool. But Wow,
0: it sounds like she's completely following her path and sharing he, that, Joe. I love it. Yeah. So
1: let's bring Christina <laughs> yeah. on because I want to hear about all this magic stuff from her me too so,
0: welcome
1: hey.
2: christina thank, thank you thank you so much for having me and i just have to say i love that jingle <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's thank really you. fun and i really appreciate being here with you guys and um i have one question for you
0: though is that okay of oh i love it yes, yes.
2: <laughs> you have to be fat in order to be a part of the good fat life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Sherry take that one.
1: <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> <that's funny. laughs> I know, I know I mean, the title can be, um, our, our name can be a little confusing. It originated because we had, um, made a, a fat snack, a healthy, good fat snack because so many people were missing, um, they were missing a good fat in the diet. You know, we came from the, the mind um, of the generations that fat was bad for you, but we need fat. So it's a good fat life. And we just figured that if you're eating the right. good, fat, good fats, <laughs> you know, you know that it's um, good for you to live your best life. So
0: yeah. i I I'm sorry. I always say that um, it's good fat like pH like fat like cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. that. Thank you so much. Yeah that. yeah, that too. So thanks for asking that question to clarify. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. So tell so, us. Go ahead. Tell us. Well, we we're we want to hear about the bride plus one. Um, that's coming out. So, why don't you start there and then okay. we can cycle back a little bit? So, okay,
0: wonderful.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Bride Plus One is a film that I wrote, directed, produced, and played the lead in. Wow. And I'm really proud of it. It's uh, about a 39 year old Latina who's never been married, but she really wants kids. So she just announces to her family, or friends and family, I am going to get married on such and such a date. Come hell or high water, all I have to do is manifest a groom. So she just goes at it. She, you know, gets the flowers and she kind of puts the cart before the horse um, in order to manifest a groom in her life.
0: So <laughs> what was the process of that? What, what, did, what did that look like for her and for you? Because, um, Sherry had mentioned um, that you well, really went through preparation um, being a bride. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, um, where you kind of were at when you played the bride?
2: Sure. Yeah. So I guess there, I can answer that probably in three different ways. Sure. <laughs> so the, there's the writer, the director, the actress, you know, part of me. So the in terms of, of writing the piece, um, I had two girlfriends that uh, both around age 39 got dumped and they were with men who said they wanted children. And then as it turns out, they didn't. And so by 40, they were like, we don't know if we're ever going to really be able to have children. Um, And so I was really upset about that. I I do have children and I was almost more uh, upset for them than they were. So, uh, I decided to channel my anger into a script and it became a comedy. Um, and then there is the part of, uh, being a director, uh, and, uh, little known fact was that I wasn't supposed to play the role. This wasn't like. A vanity project where I was like, "Hey, let's do the me show starring me." <laughs> um, I,
0: <laughs> I had me shows yeah. all day long. <laughs> I get it. <laughs>
2: um, I had cast someone else to play the role, and um, in my mind, she also looked very different. Um, you know, she—I saw her as very thin, very fit, um, kind of a type personality, and. Um, then that other person wasn't able to do the role and it was two or three months ahead of shooting time. And I knew that I could do the role, but a, I was doing a lot of other things and I didn't know if I could get down to camera weight by that time. And I thought, basically I thought to myself, I'm too fat to do this role. I can't Mm. do it. You know, it can't be me. It's gotta be someone who has, you know, da da da. And then I went, you know what? I'm totally okay with other body types when it comes to other people. All shapes and sizes are so beautiful to me. And if and I happen to be in a particular role as a director that I can hire whoever I want for this role. And if I'm not willing to hire me because I think that I'm too fat for this role, then who's going to?
0: Yeah, that's really honest. Yeah, I I get that. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. And
1: and how many, you know, you just think of how many opportunities, I mean, I'll speak speak for myself, that I have missed um, or stepped back from because it's like, oh, I'm too fat. Mm -hmm. Right? And then you look at pictures and you go. I wasn't fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wish I was that fat. Yeah, now. Now, yeah. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and and even and even now, it's like, yeah, if there's that thought mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, I can't do that because I'm too fat. Well,
0: right.
1: well I love that you. I love that you stepped into that. Yeah, I, yeah. I felt
2: like the here is an opportunity. This crisis became an opportunity. Let's show some different body types. Let's let's have the lead of a film be a voluptuous Latina. Let's see it.
0: Yeah. And
2: then I had to, you know, eat my words. I had to like watch myself um, on camera. So usually I would have to play it back twice because I'm directing in between every shot, right? I'm in front of the camera and then I go back uh, behind the camera and I watch what we just shot. And the first time through I would just, um, basically criticize myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that out of the yeah. way.
0: Somebody then, hire the director that hired this girl, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah.
2: And then have to really look back with the vision of the piece and and look at it from a, an objective point of view. Wow.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. You know, I used to be very, very heavy. I used to weigh about two hundred and sixty four pounds and I lost a bunch of weight. Um and People would say to me, I didn't know you were that fat. I didn't know you were fat. <laughs> I would be like, what? I, I mean, by all standards, I was, you know, really heavy. And people are like, I didn't know you were heavy, like after I lost weight. And it really threw people off like, um, I, don't, I don't know who this person is now. It was very hard for people to um, adapt to that. It was very interesting. Was
2: um, it that they, they knew you before and
0: they knew you then or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, well, yeah, I lost like 120 pounds. They're like, well, I didn't even know you were fat. So um, I can of that. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. And yeah. I,
1: I remember when my grandma who it was like the perfect grandma, it's when Weight Watchers came out and it was like. I don't mm-hmm. know in the '60s
0: or something, yeah. right? And, Everyone's um, uh, measuring their yeah, food, measuring weighing stuff, yeah. and
1: she's probably lost 20 pounds that she'd been wanting to lose forever. Same thing, mm-hmm. and then we hated it. It's like, yep. where's our grandma? Yeah, His
0: <laughs> grandma shouldn't be worried about what she looks like. We love the way grandma yeah, looks. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: just, it's just interesting how that is true. It's like we, mm-hmm. to your point earlier, is we right. love people as they are. Yeah. Right. Right. It has to start with us, right? It starts with us. So, so we're going to do a watch party for the, um, for the movie. So we haven't, closure, <laughs> yeah. we haven't seen the movie yet. Cause we want to do a watch party with our friends and oh, um, cool. make it,
0: make it yeah. into
1: an event. And- I,
0: ha- I have watched the trailer though. And I thought, thought, thought it was fascinating. Um, some yeah. of the, um, graphics and stuff that looked like you were, um, sort of emanating about twin flame relationships. Do you know about that or was that s- sort of your intention? In
2: yeah. So- I, it's so interesting that, um, uh, that that would have come through. I know a lot of stuff twin, about Twin Flames and, and such and uh, have one myself. And um, it's interesting to me that that came through.
1: Um, well, talk, talk to
0: that a little bit. Yeah, well, um, so if people don't know about Twin Flames, I'm just learning. Um, it's not always the easiest relationship and it's different from a soulmate. In fact, it's a very, very tenuous relationship because your Twin Flame, um can correct me if I'm wrong, Um basically mirrors everything back to you. And your whole goal is to heal these things of separateness and come together as one. And it marries your masculine and your feminine, feminine soul together. And you become one again and you last for eternity. Um, and you. You go through. There's a runner. There's a chaser. Um, tell me your, what you um, have experienced with the twin flame.
2: Okay, yeah, that's a whole long story. I'll try. I'll try <laughs> to make it very short. But uh, you know, to me, I, I posted something on Facebook recently. I said, "This is what it feels like to have a uh, a twin flame," and because so many people like want a twin flame, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, don't have yeah, one. Don't, sure. don't even look. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was this little baby and he was looking at himself in the mirror and he was like trying to hug himself and he couldn't oh. hug himself and he actually walked back over and fell down. And I said, that's kind of what it feels
0: like to have a twin oh, I get uh, Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's so interesting that you bring that up because um, I was thinking about my twin flame um, when I was writing this. Um, he wasn't necessarily a part of the project. Um, although at some point he was going to be, and then we thought that's just going to be too, too intense. Um, yeah. He's someone that has gone back and forth in my life for the last 27 years mm-hmm. um, and continues to be a, just a daily let's call it learning.
0: <laughs> it, it is. And it's amazing that you sort of did this motion. That's what it feels like to be with yeah. a twin flame. It's like in and out and in and out or trying to find your twin flame and people search for twin flames. And then there's also false twin flames. It's a very interesting, fascinating concept. I'm super into yes. it. So it's amazing that you're here because I've really been studying that a lot. I'm very interested. And just so you guys know, um, Sherry and our listeners, that a twin flame can be like your grandpa. It can be your aunt. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person that you're romantic with.
2: I didn't know it, that. You
0: know, yeah, it can be a person that's way older, way younger, mm-hmm. um, and you just don't have a re- romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be a person that just sh- you know shows up and it's a seven-year-old child and they're your twin flame, but you you sort of you recognize each other somehow in a different way you recognize souls and another thing with twin flames um that I find fascinating is you when you meet them you're like oh I know you and you know them already yeah oh yeah
2: is that what yeah. you experience I left my twin to marry me within 10 minutes of meeting <laughs> oh wow and he said That's, yes yeah <laughs> awesome he, he introduced me that evening to his mother and she was like yep I get it I just get it
0: Wow! Yeah, did you end up getting married?
1: We did
2: not. Oh, okay. We have this thing where we're like together for like three days, like every I don't know how many years, and then right. we split apart again. Um, and, but we also we sing together, mm-hmm. and so we'll be on stage or or just busking on the street or something, and oh, people just beautiful. come up to us and they're like, "Who are you yep. two? Another? What? Yeah. What's going on here?" <laughs> you know? that so is, yeah. that's another thing. So, that It could be um, not a romantic connection. Maybe that'll help me. Thank you.
0: <laughs> this, Sherry, this is another really cool thing about twin flames is that you're both brought together again on the earth and recognize each other because you have work to do. So your work might be entertaining people or getting your vision out, but there is work for the twin flames to do. Like there is a reason why you're together. And if you can't figure that out, you'll keep splitting apart until you heal that and come back
2: and the other thing that makes it challenging is if one person knows the work and the other person doesn't it's kind of like running in a three legged race you can't you can't proceed without the other one and, and you my yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: so and you're not allowed to make them aware they have to come to the awareness on their own so if you're the right. aware and- twin flame Like
2: for me, my twin and I know that we're twins, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, each of us has to do our own healing in our own time Mm -hmm. um, before we can go on our mission. So, um,
1: wow. Fascinating. So, so tell us about, um, you know, how you, you're brought the neighborhoods together and, um, (laughs) and get inspired for your stories and, and how you ended up in California. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, as a kid,
2: I was the one. I was that organizer that was just like, "Okay, we're gonna do a circus. We're gonna do it." Da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> and I've always been like just bribing other people because they didn't necessarily want to do the same things I wanted to do. I'll give you candy if you stay here. You say this, this, this. <laughs> so, I was a director before I even really knew it. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to be a, a movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, uh, moved out to California after I, I grew up in Ann Arbor and then, uh, upon graduation, moved out to Los Angeles, went to Cal arts, was studying acting there. And that's when I found out that I didn't actually like the acting that much. I liked the writing and the directing better. Um, I felt kind of like a prop when I was just being directed mm-hmm. and then, uh upon graduating, I just announced to everyone I knew, I'm going to make a feature film. Anybody who wants to come on board, please do. And so that was the first feature film that I wrote and directed, which was in oh, 1992, three, four, around, around that time. And then um, I was out in Los Angeles until t- 2005. And then I moved back when the incentive program was here um, in Michigan, the film incentive program. And I I had always felt like split because I felt like my family was here and my uh, career was out there. Mm-hmm. And for the first time I felt like, wow, I can do what I love to do with my family here. And so um, my husband at the time who I met out, in California and I moved back here. We're separated now, but um, we started a family out here and I was so happy to have both my career and my family here. And then the incentive program went away. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. now my kids are, you know, established in their relationships and their school systems here. Um, So I'm still in Michigan and then I just travel back and forth for work when I need to. Um, I kind of that feel like that was a long way around. Did that answer the question? Yeah, (laughs) it was
0: great. Well, yeah, welcome back and thanks for staying here in Michigan. It's great to have you here. Um, What I heard you say is uh, you felt like a prop when you were an actress. Um, And when I was a little kid, I was the one organizing everybody too and I was super bossy and basically everybody just went home. They're like, if you're going to boss me around, I'm going home. So how do you um, allow for your actresses um, an actors not to feel like a prop? How, how do you get in the headspace So they don't feel like that coming from you, or are there just yeah. certain people that are just vessels for this? Or do you feel like it's something that has come from the director?
2: That's a great question. I think it's twofold. One, there are people that this is their creative process. They feel really creative in, in acting and mm-hmm. it's not that they don't feel creative in acting, but you know, it, it takes some doing for me. Um, And I do feel like I learned how to direct from bad directors. So I consider myself an actor's director because I went through the training and the process of learning how to be an actor. I really understand the acting Mm -hmm. process. And so I give a lot of space and freedom around it. And I give them obstacles to play within. So as an example, we might um, do a couple of takes with the lines from the actual script, and then I may have them just play with it afterwards um, or give them different motivations that might um, just allow them to play in a different way.
0: That's fantastic. Wow, yeah, yeah, it
1: sounds like great <laughs> <laughs> fun.
0: We love improv here. Um, yeah. We're like, so what now what? You know, um, yeah. It really is the key to life, especially now with uh, the ever ch- changing environment, just to improv things. And um, that's where like the good stuff is, isn't it? Like the mm-hmm. creation of things. You come in with your own set of ideas, but then you allow the creation and that shows up in your definitely in your trailer. I'm looking forward to seeing that in the movie. Oh, good. Yeah,
2: good. Mm-hmm. yeah we are. We are going to also have an a free online event if you guys want to join on um on Valentine's Day. Uh, so we're going to each be watching the film in our own homes and then we're going to dance to the soundtrack from the music afterwards. Uh, I <laughs> love that. that. Like fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Fun. Yeah, we'll <laughs> tell
0: all our friends, yeah right? definitely. I love that idea.
1: Um, yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. <laughs> so in, how are you finding the, um, um, I don't know, the inspiration, um, in, um, what do we say? LA is LA has its own energy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ann Arbor is a very different place, and it's a very cool place. Um, do you find that you are inspired differently in the different places?
2: Hmm. Yes and no. Um, in Los Angeles, I have more playmates. I have more people wanting to do what I love to do. So that is great about Los Angeles in Michigan. It's harder to find people who want to play in the way that I do, but I feel more grounded here. So, um, it's kind of an easier place for me to
0: springboard and, and get things done. That's, um- it's a, foundation. I like that. But it's nice yeah.
1: to have the both. I mean, I was raised in the country and then I lived in the city. My husband's a city boy. Um, and I find that having the two perspectives is really valuable. Yeah. Because yeah.
2: So, you know, I always kind of felt like, oh, I'm not here. I'm not here, but now I've embraced both. And And being online, you know, I can connect with my friends out there and people here too. So that's helpful.
0: That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I—I I, I mean, I certainly would love to come and play. And we know tons of people that would totally be up for um, play, you know, yeah. Yeah, playing. Yeah, playing. <laughs> yeah, pick me, pick me. we yeah. will yeah. <laughs> try not to outboss you. I promise.
2: <laughs> for that exact reason, I've started the Dancing Star Creative Academy, so people who like have that inspiration, have that Rasa, and that. in them and want to do stuff that maybe haven't had the opportunity before can come play. So it's both, you know, for people who want to teach, let's say, acting or people who want to express themselves as an actor. Um, So that's been a a fun uh, project to get up and running.
0: Well, Well, this is great, Cher, because we were talking about how important play is in the self-care Absolutely Di- diagram. And people don't know how to do it. They think, oh, well, I'm playing because I'm jogging five miles a day. That's my play. But that's really just like a chore you're doing for your body, like mm. real play and plays really pretend is what we sort of come to. So that is like amazing. Mm-hmm. I just love that you're doing that
1: and play. So yeah. will you talk a little bit more about that? So what does that look like and how would somebody get involved or who would be a good person to show up? um, Sure,
2: sure. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll answer that. And I also just wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying about play. Um, So like as an example, in the Dancing Star Creative Academy, we have um, different subscription levels. So there's one uh, that's a creative support group where we meet on a a monthly basis. We help each other be accountable to some goal that we're going to meet for you know the next uh, month about and then in between we uh, have an accountability partner and then in the mornings i have monday through friday both a creative dance workout and a meditation so the creative dance workout is where i play that is it's literally i put on uh, seven songs one warm up song five uh, cardio songs and one cool down song. And it's just about moving however you want, however you feel it. So you're just getting your, your blood pumping, but you're just moving in whichever way feels right for you in the moment. And that's, that's how I start the day every day with playing. And then Uh, when I'm tired out, (laughs) then I have the meditation. And that's when I start to connect to the muse and to see where uh, I want my day to go from there. Um, And so yeah, Dancing Star Creative Academy is for healing arts, for performing arts, and for creative arts. And I've just started it. So as an example, I'm running a course right now on how to write your own movie. Um, And then from that, I will be doing uh, how to make your own movie. And we're also training instructors right now so that other people can do what they want to do and give their offerings.
1: So I could see that even how to write your own movie could be an amazing process for even if you don't want to make the movie. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to to have the vision of, you know, just that vision, it could just be how you want to create your life. Mm -hmm. That's your movie.
2: True. You're right. That's so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can see it as a healing art in itself. In itself. You could also see it as something you just want to sell to somebody else. You don't have to make the movie yourself. And that's one of the things that I feel like I kind of bring to the process is that um, because I've made. So many movies. I know ahead of time what's going to make it producible. So, okay, got it. Yeah.
1: Wow. Oh yeah, my gosh. That's it's amazing. Like, I feel yeah, like, it's we like just, candy. Right? We just got a, um, <laughs> a gift that For we sure. didn't know was coming. Right? Yeah, we didn't it's even know we didn't know this.
0: Yeah, this is right? like wow. <laughs> right. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So um, I'm assuming that since if, of COVID, this is all online. Is that yeah. how you're yeah, looking now and then. Yep. Do you visualize that we'll be in person once the? Um, do we have a physical space as well?
2: We have the opportunity for a physical space, and I have taught outside out, out of my home as well. Um, so yeah, I think I think there'll be opportunities to meet in person. Which I, being a touchy feely person, <laughs> yeah. love that yeah. idea.
0: <laughs> Can you speak to uh, just? tell us the difference, differences between the art. I think most people know, but, um, I, this is the first time I've heard healing arts, um, along with, uh, creative arts. And I forget the other, uh, category you said. Performing arts. arts. Performing performing. arts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the differences?
2: Yeah. So, um, like, uh, a creative art might be, uh, songwriting and then performing arts would be singing, like actually performing the song. Got it. And then, Healing arts might be chanting, where you are um, you are doing it not necessarily for performance, but for self-healing.
0: Do you believe that all three of those different kinds of art modalities are really self-healing in themselves anyway? I mean, isn't it kind yeah. of an expression? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's
2: more like what your intention is with it. Um, yeah, I see it as all one thing. Right. Really, and And that they feed each other. Mm-hmm. But it was just a way to to split it up so that we could organize things.
0: Yeah. And some people uh, might be in touch with, no, I'm a performer, but they're not um, in their body in other ways. So um, that's or
2: not creative. Yeah. There, are, there are people yeah. who are like, give me the script, tell me exactly what to do and I'll do it. But mm-hmm. I don't want to start. I don't want to create the script.
0: Yeah. yeah. Those are the people that I needed to come to my little play sessions. Like
1: we had the friends that knew we wanted to do that, but we just didn't know
0: what to do. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like,
1: okay, well here we have a sheet, you know, <laughs> yeah. what do we do?
0: Oh, so, I always came with like backstories, like, and pretend this happened. And then you're this and you're that. And they're like,
2: I don't know. You know That's probably so why we, you guys make such a good team. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah thank you Ex- yeah exactly <laughs> so well this is fascinating it's mm-hmm. like um it's like oh gosh we need we need your um play in our lives we, definitely yeah Good. Sure. Come play. Good yeah. yeah come yeah. play and because um, i could just be in my head so much you know just and so it's it's it it, it, it gets i don't want to say beat out of you it just gets trained out of you mm-hmm. um you know
2: yeah. like, I, I mean, think even just movement in general, you know it, when when we're young, it starts early, like sit still, right? right. go to school and you have to sit still and be a certain way, you know, and what would happen if we just every time we were talking we kind of like, went like this when we, were, yeah. when we were little, that really you know changes to how you feel when you're physically moving
1: moving it's well, so yeah, huge. it's like
0: kind of like, a, sorry, Sherry. it's kind of like a kundalini like you're just marrying like your body and your mind you're raising your vibration that's really um sort of the crux of it isn't it and embraces your vibration and helps you be your highest self um yeah. so it's not just yeah. being silly it really is truly um sort of a spiritual awakening
2: yeah yeah and, and putting and, yourself in that position you know marceau um used to say if you put yourself in prayer position long enough you'll end up praying So just putting yourself in the position of play, you'll end up playing.
1: That is brilliant. I I think, and that's something I think we need to highlight in In our magazine. magazine. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Because it's a a simple idea and it's hugely profound. Yeah.
2: And Um, we don't get recess anymore. You know, why after (laughs) After, after elementary school, we get no more recess. I think we all deserve
1: recess. That's yeah. oh my gosh! My my granddaughters love to dance, and last night they called, um, because my daughter called because uh, they had a new dance that they wanted to show us. Fun! <laughs> um, oh, it was so cute. But just watching them, you know, just watching them, you're starting to kind of want to move. I mean, yeah. it's and <laughs> and it was just I remember, mm-hmm. I, you know, I remember that j- pure joy and the giggles and mm-hmm. the whole and the music. There was great music and
0: stuff. So. And you're what? trying not to giggle because you don't want them to think you're <laughs> laughing at them, but it's so joyous and fun, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh well
1: i um i you've just it was like you hear what you need to hear, mhm, so. I needed to hear what you had to say today. Oh, good! Said, I'm so well, glad. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, and thank yeah. you for
0: allowing people to be silly. Um, when I was growing up, you know, I'd say, "Mom, can I have Vicky Stone spend the night?" And my mom would go, "Okay, but I don't want to see all your performances." I'd be like, <laughs> "All right." So then she'd come <laughs> over, and two seconds later, we come out with raincoats on, like da 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 Or we do like a performance piece, and you know, on the whole time, you know, here's my muse. Um, I would have watched. I would have so watched. My mom, like, go back in your bedroom. Don't <laughs> yeah. come out again. We come back out. Our we do it again. So silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I, re- I remember that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You guys, I'm like, so- but you, mom, you can't you can't miss <laughs> this. Vicky Stone, she's my muse. You can't miss this genius. You know. And so, thank you for providing that for people, even. Now, um, and what I wanted to say to you is what, how can we help kids now? Because kids are on virtual. Um, they're not with their friends. They're not having opportunities to play and be silly. How can you help them at home or, um, do you have any space in your Academy for children? There
2: is, uh, uh, there is space for the, for children right now. I, I don't specify whether, you know, a class is for a child or not. It's, it's open to everybody. Um, but uh, what I do with my own children, and I have to say they hate it right now, but I hope that they one day will appreciate it. <laughs> I get that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to do something for their physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well being before they get onto the computer.
0: Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. I think we should all follow that yes, advice. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. You know, they, they just, they put so much en- emphasis on their virtual life that I feel like they're not getting much out of actual life. And I, I believe it's because they're getting such a dopamine hit that they're not getting enjoyment out of real life. Mm-hmm. And yet, if we just let them go in that way, they will never really get enjoyment out of um Real life, so I kind of have to force them right now, mm-hmm. which, like I said, they don't like, but I'm hoping one yeah. day they'll appreciate.
1: Well, I had um, my kids, I always made them do three gratitudes you know, they'd start going in down their little path, and it was like, Give me three. Um, and they same thing, but then mm-hmm. now as adults, they love it, right? They, they, and they are doing that with their kids, and, and oh, they, get, they get it, but. Sometimes we just have to. As, I know, as yeah. parents, we just have to kind of. I know, me.
0: I get it. You know, roll yeah. your eyes, but do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was making uh, for a period of time. I had this great idea that my family and I were going to start grounding. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with that or earthing. You basically just go outside, you take your shoes off, and you stand on the earth, mm. and I mean, hold hands with me. And it basically is supposed to break the electromagnetic field of all the you know, noise in the air and all the sh- screens and everything that's just supposed to reground you back to earth. And I so love- I go out there and we'd just be silent and Frank and I was go, the neighbors are going to think that we're so weird. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, this is not going to be the weirdest thing we do in this yard. Just get over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I said, it did help. Um, in fact, people have uh, said other things like uh, uh, Kathy from Coca Corner was saying, you should go out and sit outside. Right. If your right. creativity is stuck in right. Sit on the ground and put your hands on the ground. So there is something to it, Frankie well, and Dane. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I am raised in Oregon, right? Yeah. And so we are tree huggers. Right. And so go yeah. hug
1: a tree. Yeah. And yeah. it really is amazing. It like, really
0: yeah. is. Yeah. The energy. Yeah. From yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's a great idea because right now I can't, like, with the snow on the ground, I really can't go barefoot in the snow, but I can still hug a tree. You
1: can so still hug right a out. tree. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, or get anyway. some of
0: your skin on the earth yeah. somehow. Yeah. Some- yeah. So,
1: so Christina, before we leave, um, mm-hmm. so if somebody wants to go to your play dreamscape
2: dream, Oh, so the Academy is yeah. How- dancing star creative Dance- Academy. Academy. Okay. And then, um, also for bride plus one, it's just bride plus one.com. So written out bride plus one.com.
1: And it's not a plus it's dr- dr- uh, bride plus sign one. Right. Right.
2: It's written all out. Bride plus one PLUS.
1: What's okay. that? Is it Bride P L U S one? Yeah.
2: Yes. So that will one. show all of well that'll have the trailers on it and then it'll show um the cast list and also uh the different platforms when um on the second we should be getting more specifics about you know li- the links there so that you can link directly to it. But right now, uh, there's just a list of the platforms and the cable networks that it'll be on.
0: Okay. How okay. can we get in on the watching party on Valentine's Day?
2: Ah, yeah, you can um, follow me on uh, on Facebook, and I'll be putting out blasts inviting people. Um, the reception, okay, okay. my you, wedding
0: reception. Oh, so
1: uh, <laughs> like a wedding reception. Okay,
0: <laughs> yeah. So on Facebook, what is your name on Facebook so people can look so they can see? So it. it's just my full name, Christina okay. Morales Hemingway. Okay, great. And
2: then I also have uh, Christina Morales com, which shows all the different uh, things that I'm involved in too.
0: Got it. And it's an Emmy. An yeah. 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 And then we always like to end with um, what is something someone can do today that is inspired by you um, and your information? Um, What is something someone can do in their house today? Don't have to buy anything. Don't have to leave. Start from here um, with play or creativity or um, what is something we can pass on? Okay. Um,
2: So, yeah, I would I would encourage uh, to put on your favorite song. And to just dance yeah. in mm-hmm. your
0: living room, yeah. we yeah. have out the magazine. Um, so I'm glad you're saying that.
2: <laughs> yeah, just you know, if you're still in your pajamas or whatever, just dance full out like nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. And then um, afterwards, just kind of go within and listen to your heart and listen to your inner muse and find out how it wants to play today.
0: I
1: love that. Oh, I love that too. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm
0: going to add one more thing to that. When you buy brushes, people, make sure the brush also is great for your hair and great for a microphone. (laughs) For
1: the microphone. That
0: will be be life-changing because you'll find that.
2: Yeah. You can have your little, I have one like here
0: just in case. Yeah. 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 There you
2: go. (laughs) I
0: just your- happen to have a microphone, golden microphone. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God.
2: Can I add one thing? Of sure. Course. Yeah. I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for being here and to all your watchers that I, I really hope that you enjoy bride plus one. It's something that we became a family making and there was so much joy in it that I hope that you receive that joy and for me, it's really a piece about um, women really committing to what they want and seeing how the world shows up for them once they do that.
0: Wow. Wow. That's kind of what we're Quite all doing great here, message. right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, and speaking of that, I just wanted to uh, take a second um, of women doing what they want and um, creating. Melina, our tech person. Hey, Melina. Hi, how you guys doing? <laughs> she just started her own podcast, um, at your service, and we're very proud of her. And uh, I just wanted to mention that we're uh, proud of you, Melina. We're listening in, so you guys check that out. Um, Melina, tell us where people can find your podcast. Yeah, so uh, you can follow us on Facebook, um, at your service. Just kind of highlights uh, the stories of
2: service workers. You know,
0: Ooh. it's they're the unsung heroes uh, right now, yeah. and um. Yeah, so you can follow us on Facebook uh, at your service. And thank you, Karen and Sherry, um, for letting me be on this team. It's an honor. Oh, Love thank you, you. And thank you, Christina. Yeah, to have you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. We can't <laughs> wait
1: to see the movie. Yeah, the guys, parties. check it out.
0: Bride plus one.
1: We will be playing
0: with you. Absolutely. Sure.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and check out the magazine. Yep. Like I said, mm-hmm. it just um, at goodfatlife.com.